We come at things from different directions and use different vocabulary. But we're fellow travelers, applying and interpreting the same principles and ways we have found to work for our clients. And why not? We came of age together, discovering the hard way what works and what doesn't. One small example. Beth's first principle is audience centricity. My book's second principle is that you can't move people unless you meet them where they are. Same idea. But hers also embodies her fourth principle. Brevity. I was honored and humbled when Beth asked me to write this forward. I devoured her book. It is brilliant. It is witty. And it works. I know that after you've read the book and taken to heart Beth's principles and techniques, you will become a more effective communicator and therefore a more effective leader. Beth and I agree on this. If you cannot communicate effectively, you will not lead. Whether you're an athlete, a candidate for political office, a business executive, or just someone trying to build a career, you will benefit mightily from Jock Talk's approach. Onward. Helio Fred Garcia, New York City, December 2014. Helio Fred Garcia is Executive Director of Logos Institute for Crisis Management and Executive Leadership and an Adjunct Associate Professor of Management and Communication at New York University. He is author of, among other books, The Power of Communication, Skills to Build Trust, Inspire Loyalty, and Lead Effectively. FT Press, 2012. Preface Youth, they say, is wasted on the young, except perhaps when it comes to athletes. Young professional and world-class athletes have a sense of urgency, a drive to capture what they know won't be there for them in decades to come. In their on- and off-field performances, young athletes are called on to employ judgment and behavior that is older and wiser than their years. Many rise to the occasion. Others don't. Nevertheless, their moments of genius and greatness come early, and there is much for the rest of us to learn from them. Youth was indeed wasted on me, as I was privy to little sparks of history in the making, without being fully aware of it at the time. When I flash back to the early 1980s and the start of my career, I now realize how close I was to people and events that were going to shape some of our 21st century realities. My first colleague was Barack Obama. It was 1983, and we had both just graduated from college. We were hired as young editors at a New York consulting and publishing firm, now owned by The Economist. Those were the days when Wayne computers dominated the word processing market, and ashtrays were still a fixture in people's offices. Barack was just the guy at the next desk, so when reporters tracked me down during his first presidential campaign in 2008, I didn't have many stories to offer up. While we were friendly at the time, I hadn't paid close attention. It was our first job. Who knew he would become the leader of the free world? Certainly not I. In my next two jobs, from the mid-1980s to the early 1990s, I worked as a PR flack on Wall Street. Bulge bracket firms like Solomon Brothers, Merrill Lynch, First Boston, J.P. Morgan, Bank of New York, all of whom have since been swallowed up, were deal partners clients, and or coveted clients of the financial PR firms where I worked. I was assigned to write press releases, 
position papers, and speeches for early creators of mortgage-backed securities, and for the innovators of derivative products like interest rate and currency swaps. These are the very financial instruments that grew up, got more and more sophisticated over the years, and eventually became the chief culprits in the demise of the American housing market and the breakdown of the economy in 2008. The people I wrote for at the time were some of the pioneers, brilliant visionaries of a new financial frontier, even though they spawned markets that most would argue spiraled out of control. Who knew that would happen? Certainly not I. I went on to spin the communications for IPOs and for some of the earliest exchange-traded mutual funds for hostile takeovers and for their allegedly more genteel cousins, mergers and acquisitions, all of which required some fancy footwork with shareholder communications. All of which required some fancy footwork with shareholder communications.